Hi, I'm Matt Hadley. And I'm Melissa Hadley, and we can't wait to sip some coffee with you and talk about all the things. We'll talk about life with three kids. Managing two businesses and maintaining a great marriage. Great marriage. With everything in between, right? Yes, sir. Pretty much everything. You got it. Yeah, so grab your coffee, take a seat, and join us as we talk about all the things. Hey guys, you're about to listen to episode number three of our Hashtag Coffee Adventures podcast. Today, Matt and I talk about everything related to my diagnosis with multiple sclerosis. And did you know that March is Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month? We're coming into Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Week, so I encourage you to go to www.nationalmssociety.org to learn more about this chronic illness. Enjoy the episode. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, here we are. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> Matt, coming from uh, live. And Melissa, we're just sitting here enjoying our acoustic Java coffee from Worcester, Massachusetts. And I am enjoying mine in my man, the man spot mug, custom made. Handcrafted mug. One of my favorite ones. Um, not dishwashable in the dishwasher, right? Dishwasherable? Um, How do you say that? Did you put it in there? I might have once. That's why it's kind of... No, I don't think I ever did. It's pottery. I know better than that. Um, So, good morning (laughs) again. We are... I will announce last week's winner of the pound of coffee later on in the show, but today we wanted to come to you and talk to you about my MS diagnosis. A lot of people don't know what MS is, but it's multiple sclerosis. And basically what happens is if you've ever had your phone cord, you know how your phone charger cord can sometimes, the outer layer, the protector, the protecting layer of it sometimes comes off and then you can start to see the wires underneath. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, you know, it's like if your hand falls asleep or your arm falls asleep at night and you wake up tingly. Yes, that's the feeling. But what's happening is your with MS, your nervous system, your nerves are starting to become exposed because your myelin sheath, the protecting cover of your nerves, starts to come off. And so to speak, like you get holes in it and it exposes the nerves. And that's kind of what happens with your phone charger, right? So you have to get a new phone charger. But unfortunately, I can't get a new nervous system. So there's different ways to take care of it. And I'll go into some of that after. But that's what MS is. And it's basically your body is attacking itself um, with the nervous system. So Go look it up if you want to know more about it. This episode is really just about how Matt and I have dealt with it through the years. I was diagnosed 10 years ago last month. Uh, so it's March 2019 right now. And I was diagnosed in February of 2009. Mm. We had just bought our first home in October of that prior year, so 2008. And we were hit with the Armageddon of ice storms. Yeah, that was like the 100-year storm. 
it was awful. I never wanted to own a home. I always wanted to rent because there's less stress when you, you rent. Did? Yes. Remember, I was like, I would rent forever versus dealing with the crap of owning your own you house. Know, that's kind of funny. I think we should have another podcast about buying our home because that's a whole different conversation. That's actually a really good conversation, though. Which home? The first one yeah, or this the one? the first one. Um, the first one, you, I don't even think we, we put in like a full offer. Yeah, that was stupid. We'll First talk time, about green. we'll talk about that yeah, on a different time. episode. But um, I never wanted to own a home, and then so when I woke up in January, so we're talking what four months later, with two numb feet, I was actually training for the Boston Marathon. It, if you don't know, you either run Boston as a qualified runner, so you have run another marathon in a certain amount of time for your age. Or you're doing it with charity. You can't just wake up one day in April and say, oh, I'm going to go run the Boston Marathon today and get yourself a number. It's not like that. You have to qualify or do it with a charity. I had done it with a charity in the past. And it was like a goal of mine to qualify to run Boston. And I had finally qualified the prior year. And I was so excited. So I was actually training for it. And I usually don't train for my runs. But um, I was training and I had two numb feet. Now, we live in New England, so there was snow on the ground. Well, you know what's cool about um, qualifying for Boston is your spouse becomes a qualified spectator, (laughs) like I was. (laughs) Yes. Matt has a bumper sticker on his car that says 0.0. Oh, I love it because people get laughs out of that. Yeah. Especially I pull up the people that has a 27.3 sticker on their car. A 27.3? What what distance is 27.3? It's a marathon. That would be 26.2. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) Overachievers. (laughs) (laughs) But he has one that says 0.0. I'm good. I'm good on it. But anyway, so he is a great spectator. But I went to go get a pedicure thinking, you know, maybe this will relax me. And it didn't. (laughs) When they put your ladies, you probably know, men get pedicures too. So you put your feet in the water at the beginning, and but the water felt like it was scolding hot. And I put my hand in it, and it was lukewarm at best. So I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. I was going to massage therapy. I was going to the chiropractor. Nothing was working. So I went to my primary care. He said everything was fine. He took blood work, said everything was fine. He neglected to see that my vitamin D was really low. So I, being that I worked in the health insurance field and heard many horror stories, said, can I go for an MRI? I would really like to be, you know, just give me a scan. Let me see what's going on because something is wrong. And let that be my message to you to be your own advocate. Yes. Um, because if I hadn't been, who the heck knows how long it would have taken to be, be diagnosed. So I had my MRI and walking into the... Well, I remember when you first got diagnosed at, the, at your work. Yes. I think you called me. I did. I'm not there yet, though. Oh, that jump? jump yeah, you're jumping way. ahead, um, which is fine. But... So <laughs> I went for the for the MRI, and I went to the neurologist. Actually, I went to the neurologist first. And then he's like, I think you need to have some MRIs, which I already knew, duh. Um, but he said, this looks like MS. And I was like, there's no way this is MS. I was turning 28 that year. 
the next month actually. And I was healthy. Guys, I was training for the Boston Marathon. So in my mind, I was like healthy. Mm. I was also at my lowest weight because we were also getting married that year. Oh, I was super fit. You were super Not anymore, but I was. <laughs> you are. You're not unhealthy. So anyway, so we were getting married in September that year. And when he said MS, it was kind of funny because I, I worked with a woman who was a self-professed hypochondriac who also thought that I had MS. But I'm like, girl, you're, you're crazy. Um, so he wasn't 100% sure he couldn't say for 100% until I went for the MRI. So I went, I had the MRI with and without contrast. And what that basically means is you have one done, you have a bunch done without anything going through the IV into your veins. Um, the contrast basically lights up any lesions. So I had some done with and without, and they called me with the results. I was sitting in my cubicle. This is where the cubicle comes in. I was sitting in my cubicle at work at the health insurance company. And I remember him saying, I don't want to tell you over the phone. I want you to come in. And I said, no, you just need to tell me. And I basically had to beg him to tell me. He's like, Melissa, you have multiple sclerosis. And at that moment, I fell to my knees in my cubicle. Just disbelief. Just disbelief. I was in total disbelief. And I've cried about it so much that I think, you know, right now I'm not crying about it. But um, there's many times that I that I have, obviously. And my vice president of the department was walking by at that time and she wanted to drive me to the hospital because he told me to go admit myself through the ER, get get admitted through the emergency room and um, so that they could do more tests. I was adamant that I was going to drive myself, so I did. I had more MRIs and it was confirmed. It was quickly confirmed. Now, this is a quick diagnosis. I don't know if you know this, Matt, but a lot of people have... It, it takes years and years and years to get a diagnosis. Does it? Yes. But for me, it was very quick because it was so blatantly obvious. Is that because it's dormant or dormant in people? It can be dormant. Um, but my MRIs, they were just so blatantly obvious that it was MS. Like the doctor said that my spine and my brain were Loaded. lit up like a Christmas tree with all these lesions. Which is not good for a patient. Not good at all. He then said, I'm surprised you even walked into my office because they were so bad. He attributed it, this is him saying this, to my level of fitness. Now, I still have MS, so I, I was still experiencing symptoms, so something was making those symptoms come apart or come about, guys, because you don't just, you can be healthy, you can appear to be healthy and be doing all the right things, but something was bringing out those symptoms. So to me, it was the stress. I think it was the stress of the ice storm because that night you didn't even sleep because every tree was popping and snapping. You thought it was going to come into the house. Usually it's a... That is true. Traumatic, yeah. Usually it's a stressful situation that brings out symptoms, stresses the devil. And so that had a lot to do with it. 
But honestly, a lot of my nutrition, even though I was losing weight and I was super healthy at that time, I use air quotes with super healthy, my diet, what I was having in my diet to lose weight was not healthy. I was eating all these chemical latent um, freezer meals. I was having Diet Coke products like it was going out of style. Zero one. It was awful. I would have at least three a day, and then I'd load my coffee up with Splenda. I would have the Splenda craze anywhere from it's still around. It. I want to smack Splenda out of people's hands when I see them using it. Um, ten to ten to sixteen Splendas a day in my coffees. It was horrendous, and I didn't drink enough water. Obviously, my water intake was next to nothing because I was drinking soda and coffee all day. It was it was dumb. And during the winter, everybody gets a lack of vitamin D because of the sun. Right. Oh, and that's man. something that my doctor didn't even tell me. He's like, um, I found out later that my vitamin D level was almost non-existent. So I immediately stopped using Splenda in any artificial sweeteners. In case you're listening and don't know this, Splenda is also called sucralose. So that is in tons of the things that we consume. It's in so many quote-unquote protein bars, quote-unquote protein shakes. It's, It's in so much, you have to be aware of what you're consuming on a day, day in and day out basis, on a daily basis. People say, oh, it's just a tiny bit. Yeah, well, the compound effect comes into play. If you're putting one Splenda in your coffee a day, yeah, it's one, but at the end of the day... At the end of the week, that's seven Splendas that you've yeah, now too much. brought into your body. So uh, I remember also the when the doctor was saying <clears throat> that, you know, he offered alternative medicine to, con- you know, control the, the the disease. And one of his questions was, you know, are you guys going to have kids? And yeah, I said, well, I'm yeah. surely going to try. <laughs> And so I went to Boston for a second opinion. We're lucky oh, to live. Yeah, we're lucky to live in like the Mecca of medical advice. So we went to Boston for a second opinion to the MS Center. And those doctors were like, hey, we have these brand new to market um, oral medications for MS. And I, I worked in the health insurance industry, guys, so I was not keen on medicine to begin with. This is just me. Here's the disclaimer. Listen to your doctors, but also listen to your heart and your gut and whatever you want to do. Doctors are are doctors. They're trained in medicine. They're going to, nine times out of ten, recommend medicinal things so that you can help your disease. They're not going to look at, typically... Typically, they're not going to dive deep and say, hey, what's causing this? We don't know the cause of MS. But I know that for me, it's stress. And when I eat anything with a ton of gluten in it, or if I have alcohol or processed food, processed foods, not all processed foods, but, you know, just stuff that with the not the greatest ingredients, I know that those things are going to compound and create symptoms for me. 
So when they were saying, hey, you should probably consider taking these new to market medications and, oh, wait, are you going to have kids? They knew we were getting married. They said, and I quote, if you're planning on having kids, you should have them now before you go on any on this medication because kids, your children could be born without limbs, without arms or legs. And I said, well, I don't think I want to do that because if it's going to do that to my unborn child, it will likely wreak havoc on me as well. Right. Plus one of the other side effects was you death. Yep. That was, that was a side effect. That wasn't, uh, I was like, well, probably shouldn't take that. Yeah. Don't really want to die. Um, and granted, they have to put everything on there as a disclaimer, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, though, guys, I made the decision to not take medication. So I have not taken medication for my MS in 10 years or ever. I think the only thing you did was steroid The only thing I did was steroid treatments three or four times um, when I had some major flares, which hasn't been in a long time, a major flare. So, Meaning that you're seeing spots and... Yeah, seeing spots. I had drop foot. So some of the symptoms, not everybody's MS is the same, guys. So that's another thing. Um, Not everybody's MS is the same. For me, it was two numb feet. Sometimes I get numb hands. um, I'm very forgetful, but honestly, (laughs) that's life. I'm very busy. I own a business. I have three kids, a husband, a dog, a house to take care of, all the things, right? Seven committees at my son's school, all the things. I'm forgetful. I don't, I, here's the, I don't like to blame my MS for my forgetfulness. Hmm. So many times I hear people say that it's MS brain. It's got to be your MS brain. I'm like, It's not my MS brain. It's my, I'm a busy freaking person brain. Like, it's 2019 brain. It's amazing how busy everyone is. Yeah, it's, so I don't always like to give my MS the winning hand or the upper hand. I don't like to give it credit for things. Um, So anyway. But you use it to help others. Yes. Which I think is a great piece about what you have. Right. So guys, like I, and to, to, to piggyback on that, um, I use, I, I changed my diet immediately. I got rid of all that crap that I was having. Um, weight loss does not need to include things full of junk. Like the things that people add to their water, put some lemon slices in your water. Look at the ingredients or just have water. I don't know why people don't. Yeah, because like I don't plain love water. water. Plain I... water is very delicious. Ugh, it's delicious. I love it. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, it has no taste. It has the taste of the earth. How could you not miss the that? taste of the earth? It's so good. What is? There's no taste to water. Yes, there is. There's. It is refreshing. Refreshing, but that's not a taste. And what do you do after you drink it? <sighs> no, Every I don't. Time. I never do that oh, actually. I, I enjoy it. Anyway, almost as much as coffee. Guys, I don't like I don't like drinking water. I appreciate that we have clean drinking water. Yes. But I don't love it by itself. So I add no, I fruit to it. Um, you ruin it. It dilutes it. It's gross. Oh my gosh. So false. You can make ice cubes with little fruit in it so you can pop that in your water. Um there are some good 
ones out there that don't have artificial um, stimulants or artificial sweeteners in them. Um, I, pure is one of them. I think it's called Fuji. No, pure. It's an add. You can add it to your water. water? Yeah. Hydrate from. I just add more water from the faucet. My water. Hydrate from the company that I represent. That's a good one. Um, and I think it's called pure. Anyway, um, the only sweetener people ask me this all the time. What sweetener do you use? The only sweetener that I trust is stevia. It's straight from the plant. So stevia is straight from a plant versus, um, these other things have, they're just chemically latent. So just educate yourself. That's all. Just be careful. Yeah. Um, so I've seen cr- Matt cry six times. Wait, six, don't, yeah, six times. One for I each of our, no, no, there's no disclaimer this. here. I am a man. I do not cry. <laughs> oh, please. Men can cry. Don't be a dingleberry. I get watery eyes. It's only because they're leaking. <laughs> oh, stop. So I've seen him cry six times. The f- three of them are the birth of our children. Our wedding day. That was happy tears. Don't that's... even say it was not. <laughs> That was blissful tears. Four, so that's four. And then at I, the, I got, I hurt myself once, so that was pretty tearful. Oh, stop it! We went to a what concert? Okay, first of all, <laughs> if you're a music person, you'll understand this. Music moves people, and it's an emotional thing. Yeah, and we went to happen to go see this concert that I enjoyed at the time. What? Who was it? I can't remember. Coldplay. Coldplay. And I look over. The first album, which was good. Not so much anymore, but. I look over and he's crying. That's because I'm like, oh my gosh, he's crying. When you see it live, and people can back me up on this, emotions can just be. They're good emotions. It wasn't crying because I was like, you know, wussing out. It was crying. Oh, please. It doesn't make you a wuss. (laughs) I was crying because it was in the moment. Whatever. So the other time, the sixth time, was when I was being wheeled into the ER to have more MRIs. Um, So what, I just want to ask him, what went through your mind when I was diagnosed? Uh, So what went through my mind at the time was um, uh, shock and disbelief. I was thought to myself, she's so young. I'm like, she should not have this. And I didn't feel like it was, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was what you deserved, you know? But everything happens for a reason, and we're big believers of that, and there was a purpose for it, good or bad. Um, but, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't like it when you get diagnosed. Well, I would hope not. Well, because I, you know, <laughs> my my bride, my 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 love of my life. Oh, and you're she was laying it on. And she thick. had, she had uh, an experience, and I couldn't do anything for her except for be there. Right, that's it. And you know, I had my time of anger. I asked why me, and that's all normal, right? Um, we have the right to feel that. And it's part of the grieving process, so to speak. But I couldn't just sit there. Um, It's one thing to wallow in our sorrow and to go in and out and process the things. Um, But in order to move on from them, we need to literally move forward. Like we need to get out of that space of woe is me, why me? 
you're allowed to have that time and you're allowed to take that time for yourself and, and ask those questions and be upset and cry. And, and even through the years, you're allowed to take moments and have those moments, but literally moments. When I'm talking moments for me, it's like a couple hours in a day. Once a month, I might have a moment about it. Um, but then you literally have to just pick up your pants and go and move forward. So I changed my diet right then, like I said before. I'm now a health and fitness coach. And guys, I was a personal trainer then too. Well, But you, my nutrition sucked. Yeah. And the other thing too is that you were so strong-willed that you weren't going to let it defeat you. You were going to beat it. Right. Instead of having it beat you. Correct. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so That's why you're awesome. Aren't you so sweet? You are too. Hey. <laughs> um, so, you know, now it's my job to help other people. They have a mess. They don't have a mess. They have other ailments. Um, but it's my job to show people that I had to change and I didn't want to wait. And I don't want others to wait for their body to tell them that they have to change how they're feeding it. Um, you don't want to wait for some sucktastic diagnosis. We are all at risk for something, guys. So we need to do what we can to mitigate that and mitigate what may come. Like I said before, my doctor said that he couldn't believe I was walking into his office. Yeah, I thought he should have been in the wheelchair. Yeah, he he was like, given what your um what your MRIs look like, it's crazy that you're walking in here. So there's that. Uh, let's see what else. So I chose no meds. You still haven't chosen med. I think that we both decided though, if it got really progressive and really hard to live with, she would look into the option of medication. If it ever gets to that point. But this is all prior to having three children. Yeah. And. So again, guys, that's, that's the choice for me. You do you. No judgment from me ever. For me, they don't have a place yet or ever, hopefully. Um, I defy my doctors. They all tell me I should be taking medication. But I, and if you're wondering, well, how the heck do you manage it? Through prayer, lots of prayer. (laughs) Um, And having an awesome husband. Having a great supportive husband, that does help a lot. And my nutrition and my fitness. I. That's how you battle it. I battle it with food. Food is your most powerful poison or it's your best medicine. And I truly believe that. And so I keep my diet 90% clean, sometimes 80% clean. You know, we're humans. Depends we're, if it's Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, we're not ever going to be perfect. Um, but fitness is a huge piece of my life. You either use it or you lose it. I've done a lot of videos on YouTube for people who are in wheelchairs and can't move, um, how to do some different exercises. So you can go check those out. Um, there was once a guy who, remember this guy who messaged you on Facebook? Me? Yeah. It was like way at the beginning and told you that you're crazy because you're letting me not use medication, that I'm going to die and you're just going to have to watch me and wipe my butt. I love I love people's automatic like, Uplifting messages yeah. of support. <laughs> Obviously, he was coming from a place of hurt. Anybody who has something negative to say or something so or so crazily 
outrageous, crazily is not even a word, but anyway, something so outrageous. Usually people that say things like that are coming from a place of hurt. I don't even think I knew this guy. No, you didn't. He was from the United Kingdom. Yeah. And he decided to message you. Come to find out, he had lost his wife to MS. So that's what I'm saying. Um, and guys, you have to control the controllable. So the controllable for me is what I do with my body and what I put into it. I can say proudly that I've completed eight marathons, countless half marathons and triathlons, and I've done a half Ironman. Um, yes. I think six of those marathons were post-diagnosis. So, or maybe five have been post-diagnosis. And in January, I will be doing the Dopey Challenge. Can't wait. In Disney, which is Thursday is a 5K, Friday is a 10K, Saturday is a half marathon, and Sunday is a full marathon. I'll be doing a lot of spectating. With three children. Have fun with that. Cannot wait. I would rather be running than dealing with three kids by myself in Disney. This is a ploy for you. This is exactly why you want to do it. It might be, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, guys, I really, you know, I, I have asked God why sometimes, and I still do. But I do know, for me, that God doesn't do things to us. I have chosen to use my MS instead of it using me. Um, I've gotten to the point, actually, uh, I got to the point pretty fast where I viewed my MS as a blessing because it pulled me away from harming my body with the foods that I was eating and gave me, really, guys, it gave me a better outlook on how I should treat my body. Um, So my message to you today, and I think Matt's too, would be to turn your mess into a message and your test into your testimony. Um, So Yeah, because everything has a purpose, and you take that whatever is you know you're dealing with and you can use it for the good right and so that's what we are doing together as a couple it's what i do every day um to try to help others see the beauty within them no matter what life has done to them or for them Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Always and a pleasure. Always a pleasure to hang out with you guys on a Saturday. It uh, was an interesting episode to rehash my diagnosis and, and things of that nature. So if you want to ever reach out to me, you can definitely do so. Uh, the show notes will be posted on www.destinationu.info right on the blog and my, you can contact me through there. So if you ever have questions, you can definitely do that. Last week's winner of the pound of coffee is Ashley. And Ashley, I know who you are as well. So I will be reaching out to you. Don't forget. Congrats, Ashley. Don't forget, guys, to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, on Anchor. We're looking to get onto Apple. So once that Apple podcast. So once that happens, we will let you know, but thank you so much for tuning in each week and for supporting us. So again, if you would like to win this week's pound of coffee, just subscribe to us, leave us some feedback, share our podcast on social media and And use our awesomeness. Yeah. Use hashtag coffee adventures podcast. And that way we'll be able to find you. Have a great day. Bye.